Hey, Dr. Mike here. Did you know that your brain and your gut can talk to each other? Stay tuned to find out what they are saying about your health. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, welcome to Live Foreverish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and my co-host is... Dr. Crystal. Hi, Dr. Crystal. How are you? I'm well this morning. How are you? I'm doing well. So my, well, I'm feeling pretty good. So does that mean my gut and brain are well connected? <laughs> I, guess. I, I think know. so. <laughs> Listen, I think more, more and more people are, have heard about this idea that, you know, what goes on in your gut, you know, can affect your brain and vice versa. Um, you know, and, and I think, I think a great way for people to kind of conceptualize this, cause it's a little weird, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when you're nervous, sometimes you feel it in your stomach. Oh yes. Right. Yes. So so there so there is this there is this connection there. And I think that's something we all, you know, the butterfly feeling in your stomach because something's you know, you're nervous about something coming up. So I think people kind of get that, but I want you to tell us a little bit more uh about this connection and specifically what I wanted to focus on today was how the gut can affect mental health. Yes. Well, you know, when when I always, and you know this about me, Dr. Mike, I need to know what is the mechanism? What is happening? How is this? What is this connection? And and what we know, it's, it's almost like a highway. This highway is called the vagus nerve. And, and so that's helping to send some of the, the, the chemicals that's produced in the brain down to the gut and, you know, different, uh, brain chemicals or neurotransmitters that's produced in the gut back to the brain. So this this interaction is known as the gut-brain axis. Yeah. And so I remember, uh, Dr. Crystal, in embryology, I'm going to go way back there, that the, the, the gut and the brain come from the same, I hate to say it this way, clump of tissue <laughs> um, as a baby is developing. And then they kind of spread out on this access in a sense. And then you got the brain on one hand, you got the gut on the other. And isn't it true that when that happens, the gut brings a lot of neurons and nerves into the, into the gut itself, right? Doesn't the gut have a lot of nerves, almost like some people call it the second brain or something. Yes. Up 200 to 60 million neurons that's in this intestinal neural system. And so we know that the neurons are there, but guess what else is there? What? Gut bugs. Gut bugs, yeah. And I think that's the real connection here, right? Yes, <laughs> uh, because those gut bugs can secrete many of the, the neurotransmitters that the, 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 the neurons use to communicate. So it's right. a nice connection there. Yeah, and so when we say gut bugs, obviously we're talking about the the – the microflora, the microbiome of the gut. There's a lot of different ways people describe that, but basically it's made up of beneficial bacteria, even some yeast. I know that sounds weird for people, but um, they're, they're, these beneficial microorganisms um, are, you know, they're intricate to our health and our lives. And, and now, now there's research, Dr. Crystal, right, that shows these, these, these beneficial microorganisms can affect the way I think. My memory, my mood, right? Yes, it's a new field called psychobiotics. 
I like that. Did you know that? <laughs> I have, I've, I've heard it. I didn't, I didn't know it was a new field yet, but that's fine. <laughs> okay, maybe not a new field, but you know, this this is you know an area that researchers are starting to study because we do know that there are specific probiotic strains that can alter mood. We see this in research. And and yeah, and, so, and when you say we've seen this in research, I mean this is these these specific strains, right, have been um, studied in 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 the clinic, clinical setting, right, and showing showing benefit. But before we do that, maybe we need to just quickly run through what we mean by specific strains. Tell us about that. Well, when you look at um, probiotics, you have the the, the genus, you have the strain, you have over the genus, the species, and you have the strain. And the strain is really what makes that probiotic unique, meaning that we know this particular strain um, has specific research to, to give an outcome if that strain is introduced. Yeah, I like the analogy of dogs. I think we've talked yes, about that. Yes, I've before, heard right? your analogy. Yeah, yeah I know because it works, right? I mean, dogs are the same species. That's what they—they're that's—they're all the same. Um, you know, that's their group, um, and yet, yet there's different breeds, right? And and each breed can do specific things. You got working breeds, you got sporting breeds, you got the yappy breeds, you got you know, <laughs> there's a whole host of breeds in there. Um, and so that's a good way to think about it, right? That it's the same, same way with these beneficial bacteria, you know, they, they can belong to the same species, but then there's these kind of different breeds or strains that can have different benefits. Yep. By the way, Winston is the sleeping breed. That's my dog. <laughs> Winston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Winston. That's so cute. And so my breed, Charlie is, he's pretty lazy too, but he's a swimmer. He's a golden retriever. Yeah. Oh, Right. So, so that's what we mean by different strains. So I know there are two strains here that have been extensively studied in, in clinical research, um, looking at the the influence that these specific strains have on mood. So tell us about those studies. Yes. Um, and, and so the two specific strains, and I'm just going to say it, and you can always rewind it and, and write it down, but it's Lactobacillus helibeticus. R0052. That's one. Did, did you say rewind it? Isn't that like back when the tape recording <laughs> days? I don't I don't think I don't think our mem audience members, there's some that probably don't even know what you mean by rewind it. Oh no, did I just date myself? <laughs> you did. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> all right. So go back, go back to, to say the strains again. <laughs> Dr. Mike. Lactobacillus <laughs> helveticus R0052 is one, and the other is Bifidobacterium longum R0175. And, and so you can look for those numbers, but those are two specific strains where we have a couple of really good human studies, one on stress-induced digestive symptoms. And this kind of goes back to what you talked about, Dr. Mike, how, you know, the nervous stomach. Or, mm -hmm. or whenever okay. you're feeling stressed, you can that can manifest. Your stress can manifest with digestive issues. You know, the mm -hmm. upset right. stomach, yeah. the diarrhea, 
Um, and so in this study, you know, double blind, placebo controlled, randomized study, um, what they saw in just three weeks with introducing these strains, um, a seven times reduction in abdominal pain, you know, stress induced abdominal pain, reduction in stress induced nausea and vomiting, as well as a reduction in flatulence and gas. And this yep. is compared to the placebo group. And that's using those specific strains, right? Yes. Yeah. And again, those numbers, just to review, those are the those are the important things here because there's a lot of different, um, you know, Lactobacillus Helveticus out there, right? It's the it's the R zero zero five two. That's the breed, if if we want to keep with that analogy, yes. right? Yes. That's the sleepy Winston. I don't know whatever, <laughs> um, but that's the breed, and it's that specific breed along with. Um, the other one, the R0175, those two in combination, um, those specific strains showed these benefits to the gut. Right. And, and so that's one study that I always like to highlight that's showing, you know, someone who's feeling stressed, they're having digestive symptoms. But then on the flip side, we actually have studies where someone is just dealing with depression and anxiety. Not necessarily, you know, having the gut symptoms, but they are having the mood symptoms. And then when you introduce these strains after 30 days, um, researchers notice 50% improvement in depression scores, 36% improvement in hospital anxiety and depression scales, improvement in anger hostility scores. Ooh, you know, know for a lot of people, people. that could use that. <laughs> Not you, Dr. Crystal, not you. Not me, not at all. And uh, what's nice about this is objective measurements, looking at cortisol. So this is, oh, you know, not nice. something where yeah. I perceive that I am less angry. This is, yeah. you know, uh, a way to evaluate objectively. And the researchers in this study saw a 13% decrease in free cortisol. Yeah, that's the stress hormone, right? So that's good. That's so that's yeah, as you say, you couple that then with the subjective findings, and that's a pretty powerful study. Yes. Yeah, very nice. So here we have two different um uh healthy bacteria strains, breeds, if you will, showing benefit to the gut and to mood. And there's that wonderful gut brain connection. Um, other things, you know, I know you listed and, and, and you wanted to talk about, but just briefly. Um, you know, healing the gut, uh, Dr. Crystal, um, you know, we haven't talked about fiber in a long time because I wouldn't let you talk about fiber anymore. Cause I think for the first year that we did this show, you brought up fiber, no matter what the topic was, <laughs> I, so, hey, you know, I, that's how passionate I am about fiber. You yeah, know? I know. And that's fine. That's great. That's great. Uh, glutamine is also something else you can consider to heal the gut. Don't forget stress management um, exercise. Hey, there's nothing wrong with getting counseling and talking to somebody. You know, we have to, we got to get rid of that stigma yes. around just wanting to talk about stuff, right? You get a headache, you take an aspirin, you, you're, you're feeling a little down, talk to somebody. There's nothing wrong with that. And we should and listen as a society, we should stop making people feel bad you know, if know. they have to do that. Um, and so this is a, a great topic. Uh, Dr. Crystal, great job. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Dr. Mike.
Hey, don't forget, we got a lot of other podcasts you can download, you can like, you can share at liveforeverish.com. And while you're there, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We post every Monday, and that way you will never miss a brand new show. That's liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.